Hey guys, uh, so I just went missing for a week. I'm really sorry. I was like so overwhelmed by all the messages being like, where's the podcast? Because in my head, I'm like, no one actually listens to this. But then everyone was like, it's 5 p.m. And that honestly made me cry. I was already overwhelmed with like being in Sydney, but that just made me like bawl my eyes out. I just had the most hectic week of my life. And don't worry, I would tell you all about it in as much detail as possible. I went to Sydney for the awards and I had a few other events while I was there, basically drinking every single night that I was there for a week and a half. Let's just say the last few days that I've been home, I've been cleansing my body inside out because the only liquid that was going in me was alcohol and water. I'm a massive fucking water drinker. It's like weird sometimes. I had the most hectic week I will spill all the tea in this episode on the TikTok awards, boys, drama, whatever. Yeah, let's start with a recount. Let's just jump straight into it. So it was a Wednesday. This was last Wednesday. I landed at like 12 and then I had a makeup appointment an hour away from where I was staying. So I went to that at one o'clock, finished makeup at like 2, 2.30, went to get dressed and got my hair blow dried. But then I curled it myself because like I'm really weird about the curls, like I feel like some people will be able to relate. You just know how to do them on yourself. So then I am just like running around. It's really hectic. And I had to be outside of the awards at 4.45 to meet my manager. So I got there at like 4.45. And when I tell you, I sat outside in my uncle's car for half an hour because I couldn't get out of the car. Anxiety is so stressful having anxiety is being stressed but just like anxiety is so stressful and this is so it is so normal to have these sort of experiences i literally just went into a state of complete shock my best friend angelica was in the back seat because she was my plus one to another event so she was like with my uncle and us three just sitting in the car in complete silence because he is like he does NET and like mental health stuff for a living he's a chiropractor but he focuses more on like emotional trauma so built up inside the body he uses like NET to like help so he can tell he's very smart and he knows he knows not to push questions and stuff when I'm like freaking out so I'm like fucking freaking out and I'm just sitting there in complete silence not being able to get a fucking word out not being able to say anything not being able to do anything not being able to move anything I'm like reapplying my lip gloss eight times and then finally I think it was the fact that like I knew my manager was like at the front as soon as I saw her I just felt like all this relief just like come out of my body and then I finally got out the car so I'm walking up my heel strap as soon as I get out the car the strap on the back of my heel like falls off and I'm just like fuck like the second I get out the car so I'm like hobbling to the front of this like event with like one strap like fucked and like hobbling carrying my dress at the same time I see my manager and then I see some other people in management from like my agency and I feel so so relieved this just like relief washes over me and they're just like it's gonna be okay like you're okay you're fine mind you I started TikTok so recently to the point that like it's absolutely mind-boggling for me to be at this event right now so I was just shook to my core I was shook anyway so I'm walking up and there is this like beautiful girl standing in this pink hot pink dress it was Ella Ella J you know who I'm talking about she does those like travel videos and like she gets like lost in like other countries all the time (laughs) 
you know the one I'm talking about, Ella, my girl. So I see her and then she just like grabbed my hand really tightly and she was like, it's okay, like I'm nervous too because you could just tell. Like it probably looked like I had seen a ghost. So I see her and I'm just like, okay, we got this. And then I'm like, I'm not going to leave you this entire time. I'm so sorry in advance. And she was like, you're so fine. I'm not going to leave you this whole time. And we didn't. From that moment on, we were like attached at the hip. Literally, you wouldn't have seen one of us without seeing the other one right next to each other. Like it was weird. And like our managers thought it was so funny. We threw you both in the deep end here and you've just like done so well at finding each other. Walking around, walking around, taking photos on the carpet, talking to people, interviews, whatever. We go inside and someone's like, you have to like go see where you're sitting and put your bag down. We saw our management name, Amplify, and like where Amplify was seated. And then our manager was like, all right, choose your seat, like in this section. So obviously me and Ella put our bags next to each other. And then we're walking out and this is where it gets fucked. So a few drinks in at this point, maybe three or four. Um, so not tipsy yet, but just a bit feeling a bit more relaxed. I walk out and I'm just like talking to Ella and I look to my left, my ex-boyfriend. My ex-boyfriend just standing there. I can see him 20 meters away from me and I just freeze and I grab Ella's hand so tight and I'm like, Let's go this way. And we went the other way. From that moment on, dodge them cars. Like this way, this way, no this way, no that way, this way. Like avoiding at all costs. We are on like somewhat good terms. Like we said hi and we gave each other a smile, but we're not the type of people to talk, especially because he was with other people and I was with other people. So it was just like, we're not going to give each other the death stare. So we kept it friendly, said hi, whatever. And... Then it was time for the awards show. We're watching the awards. Great show. Funny. Every intermission we went to the bathroom because I can't sit still and neither can her. So we were just both like bathroom. Yeah. Bathroom back, bathroom back. Only in the intermission. So we didn't go when people were on. Obviously, that'd be rude. Don't have any like funny stories from the actual awards itself just because it was so fast paced and I was so anxious the entire time that I didn't really have a second to like relax and talk to people after the awards everyone goes outside and this is where everyone started kind of relaxing a little bit more more like there was obviously open bar you know I went straight to that me and Ella are just like actually I don't even call her Ella I'm just calling her that because that's how people know her but EJ is how I call her that's how I'm gonna call her from now on so EJ and I drinking heaps getting not even that drunk, like we were fine, but we were mingling, we started mingling with people, I met people that I've been watching for years, like people that I have literally been watching for since I was 10, I remember one time when I was 12, I was sitting in my bed watching Georgia Productions, and I was with my best friend Angelica, who was in Sydney with me, and all of a sudden I'm watching Georgia Productions, and like the left side of my vision goes black and I'm just like to Angelica can you see that like can you see that half the screen is black or like like the wall's black too and she was like I'm getting your mom like that's not okay she got my mom anyway that's just so random this is just like how long I've been watching her and I go to the hospital and they just said that I had like a migraine I don't know sometimes you can see like a lot of black when you have like a really intense migraine um they thought I had like a detached retina but I didn't 
I just had a bad migraine and it went away. But that's like my first memory of her and I just remember watching her ever since. So obviously was starstruck when I saw her. I think everyone would be. Met her sister, met other people. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Did not have one bad encounter, not one side eye, nothing. Everyone was super lovely, super welcoming, super kind. 10 out of 10 on the people. 10 out of 10, it was great. I've already done a video on how I felt about that Sofa Dover situation because I know for a fact all this stuff floating around about her being a bitch at this TikTok event is not true because I know for a fact that she wasn't even outside. When I'm saying outside, I mean like, you know how I just said that we went like outside and everyone was drinking and like mingling? She went home like right after the awards finished and outside was where the DJ was. So there was like no way that this could have been her. We're there for like two three more hours and then I'm with friends and we take photos on another red carpet you can look at them on my Instagram EJ and I went to Universal the club after party it was a private event with yet another completely free bar so we're just doing like shots on shots on shots we're dancing with people we're meeting people the second you have more alcohol it's like the more kind of like comfortable you get talking to people and going up to new people and like creating conversations. Me and EJ went into the bathroom, took our shoes off because, okay, my feet were bleeding, pouring in blood. Did I think to ask for a band-aid? No. If you look at her vlog, you can watch this happening in real time. We go into the bathroom and like first I tried stuffing my like shoes with toilet paper because that is what in my mind my drunk head thought was going to fix it over band-aids. Don't know why I didn't ask for band-aids. Obviously they would have had some. But I started like shoving the inside of my pointed shoe with this like toilet paper, like tissues. And she does the same thing. And it takes the relief off for a bit. It genuinely takes the relief off. This is so gross. But like, cause our feet were sweating. The toilet paper was like not working anymore. It was getting like wet and like damp. So I just like, fuck. So we go into the bathroom and like, you know, the like, um, disposable bins. We like take our shoes off and like hide our shoes behind the bin. Cause we were like, way too ashamed for anyone to see shoes in the bathroom and be like someone's got their shoes off and our dresses were like my dress wasn't touching the ground so you could see my feet but I was at that point where like I was too drunk to care it's gross I know shut up we're dancing dancing we meet people and then so I'm like me and EJ drunk at this point but everyone was still 10 out of 10 no bad experiences at this after party I look to my left and there's my ex with this girl and then I look to my right Ross Lynch Ross fucking Lynch what was he doing there I don't know I I don't know I don't know anyway when I was in LA I met him at this club in LA called Off Sunset I remembered him and the only way that he remembered me was like oh the Australian that's the only way he remembered me like he didn't remember name whatever it's fine we're talking to him and he's obviously very busy guy so we lose him whatever me and EJ still dancing they're playing some good music as well so good I'm definitely going there next time I'm in Sydney again because it was so fun good music good vibes good people whatever then that section of universal shuts and this is I've got a bone to pick with Sydney why the fuck does everything shut so early I literally live in Adelaide and things are open later than they are in Sydney and you would expect things to be open longer in Sydney. Like I don't know if that is an after COVID thing or if it's always been like that. Do not understand why things shut 
so early in Sydney. So it was like 2am at this point. Maybe that's early, maybe that's late. I don't know. I just know that in, in Adelaide, things shut later than two. But just the top part shut, but the bottom part was open until like, I think we were there until like five. Anyway, EJ did not sleep in her own bed. She said that on her videos, so I can say that. But Okay, I'm going to tell you this. So we're downstairs now, bottom level of Universal. At the back, if you've been to Universal, you know what I'm talking about. There's like a back dancing area. And we're back there having more drinks. And EJ and this guy wearing a... No, not going to tell you what he's wearing because people will investigate. But there's this guy and they're talking. And this is like a TikToker. Like everyone there's a TikToker. But this guy is like really funny. And oh, I don't know if I can say this. Whatever they're chatting they're having a great chat and I'm third wheeling and then he tries to introduce me to someone I'm not I wasn't interested so I was just like tagging along to EJ like following her like a lost puppy and then we go sit down because our feet we put our shoes back on obviously when we were going downstairs but so because our shoes were back on our feet was like killing us so we get go sit down and she looks at me and she's like I think you left and I'm like no 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 I don't think you left I don't think you left like, he's definitely still here. And we're like, nope, he left. Also, my ex had left at this point, so whatever. But this guy that she was interested in had left. And we were like, what the fuck? Anyway, we keep dancing, we keep dancing. We turn around, he's there. We're like, where the fuck were you? Like, it's not a big venue. Like, you, we probably would be able to see. We were doing, like, laps looking for him. Hanging out with him and his friends. Then EJ's just like, all right, like, I'm leaving. And I was like, okay, Bye. The next thing I remember, I stayed there for a little bit longer. The next thing I remember, just like my memory, just like jump cuts straight to me sitting outside a hot chip shop with a few people eating hot chips. Then all of a sudden I'm in bed. So I slept in my own bed. If I look, I would do a 2023 dating wrapped, but I haven't been on one date. I haven't had any interest until this trip. Let me tell you that. Give me a sec. Haven't had any interest, haven't had anything like that this year. So I can't do a 2023 dating wrapped um, because I always end up in my own bed. I don't know. I just like, I'm so, I get like weird. Like I genuinely get really weird with guys and it's not that I get the ick, but it's just that, do I want this guy in my bed? No. And do I want to go to another guy's house and have to like Uber home at 6am or have to wake up there and then like drink the tap water and wear my clothes back home at 9am. It's not doing it for me. My best friend was staying like at the place I was staying at and she's so cute. She came in a day early so she could like help me prepare for the awards and stuff but she didn't come to the awards. So I get home at 6am. I go into her room and I flick on the lights and I'm so drunk and I'm like Angelica wake up. Wake up now. And she's like, what the fuck, Favaya? It is 6 a.m. What are you doing? I need to tell you all about my night. So I tell her everything, a complete rundown, basically everything I've just said here, but I told her more details that I can't expose. Maybe when I get the balls, I will, but I can't right now. So I tell her like everything, whatever. I just lay it all out on the table. I just tell her everything. And she's like, okay, that's fucked that sounds like a good night, whatever, we chat, we laugh, we go to bed, wake up, hungover as fuck, I didn't get out of bed until 3pm, and then we had to start getting ready for 
the next event. So we get ready. EJ comes to where I'm staying. And then we all Uber in together. She did another vlog on this night, if you want to watch that too. I should probably start vlogging. But like my phone is just fucked. It literally is like Samsung quality. I have like the iPhone 8. And I have never been bothered to get another one, even though I should. I just can't be bothered downloading everything on the iCloud because it's not downloaded. It can't. I've got too much storage. That means I have to like sit and go through it. And that's just too much work for me. We're in the Uber and I just remember sitting in the Uber and I'm just like sweating. And not because it was hot, but because I was so hungover that I was like dripping in sweat. Like my hair was going curly. And I was like, fuck guys, I don't feel well. Like I need a Panadol. I need something. The Uber driver had a Panadol. He gave me some. Um, started to feel better when we got there. Then we got there. I wore the same fucking heels. But this time, I band-aid. I put band-aids all on my toes because I was smart and put band-aids on my toes. Free drinks again. How can you say no? How can you say no? Like, if you know me, how could I say no to that? So we're getting drunk again and best believe we're doing shots on shots on shots great time good music good people good vibes once again they gave us pajamas we put these pajamas on there was like a photo wall took shoes off again got in trouble for taking my shoes off by the secchi and then I showed him my foot and he was like okay you're fine you're fine and I was like thank you because it was bad like I have a band-aid still on each and every single one of my toes sometimes on some I have two band-aids on one toe everyone gets more drunk more drunk more drunk and then all of a sudden I'm like sitting at this couch with this guy EJ the guy she was with the night before and then Angelica and then this other guy and we're doing temporary tattoos like we're just like putting it on our hand and then using like a vodka coke to pour over the temporary tattoo and then like hold it down um because we were so drunk that like water just didn't pop into our heads to use water so we're using like vodka coke. That fucking tattoo did not come off for a week. I scrubbed it. I did everything. I used alcohol wipes. Nah, but then in the shower the other day, I like I went to work at it for like half an hour. I was just like picking at it and then it came off. So it gets to like 4am and EJ's like, are we going out? And I'm like, of course, <laughs> of course we're going out. So we go to Universal once again. This is where it gets a bit blurry, but then EJ went home. It was 3 a.m. at this point, and we were going to go home, and then Angelica and I were, like, waiting for our Uber, and we were like, where else can we go? And it was a Thursday night, and we asked someone, and they were like, go to Ivy Thursdays. Don't come at me for this, but we went. And it wasn't even that bad. Apparently, it's, like, really cringe and, like, young people, but... I don't know what floor I was on, but I must have been on the floor with, like, the older people because I didn't see anyone that looked, like, freshly 18 or anything. We made some friends. They were, like, from France. No, they are from England. And they were, like, travelling in Australia for the summer. We're just, like, vibing with them for, like, an hour. We're in the mosh pit. We're dancing and drinking. And then Angelica and I are like, you know what? It's getting a bit late. We should probably go home ended up in my own bed once again we drunkenly walk up three flights elevator didn't exist in this question because we were so drunk we walked up the stairs and we just collapse into bed wake up angelica's gone she's in byron bay 
watching the Terrys. I need the entire day to recover. So I recover. But I didn't lay in bed this whole time. I like got up and did stuff. But it was so hot. I'm pretty sure this day was like 45 degrees. Or maybe it was the next day. But it was really fucking hot. I'm at home. I have a nap and I wake up at 9pm. I have a nap from like 6 to like 9pm because I had, if you think about it, I had not had any sleep, like barely any sleep. And like, I don't really count sleep if I'm going to bed at like 5am and then I'm sleeping from like until like 10am. I count that as a nap, not like a night's sleep, you know? So I'm just really fucking tired, but nothing stops me. So this is where it gets funny. EJ is at this guy's house for like a little pre's a little pre's going on she's this guy is her friend and there were like some other girls there who were just divine lovely ladies EJ's like come it's in Manly and I'm in Vaucluse so if you live in Sydney like I'm not catching the ferry it was like 9 p.m so I'd have to go all the way around so I was like fuck it so I'm looking on Uber and it's like a hundred dollars to get there and then I see like Uber pool and it's like 30 bucks and I'm like bet I'm getting an Uber pool So I get in this Uber pool and I shit, you know, I open the door, (laughs) hot guy in the backseat, hot guy, hot surfer guy. And I'm just like, hi. And at this point I have a pounding headache. I'm dripping in sweat. I feel gross. I want to go back to bed, but I'm like, I got to keep drinking. EJ's messaged me. I've got a drink ready for you. It's by the door, (laughs) like 40 minute car trip. It was like a first date, honestly. I'd count that in my dating wrapped. This guy's so nice. We didn't even exchange anything. It was just a genuine deep conversation. So we're like stuck next to each other for like 40 minutes in the backseat. And we're just like chatting about everything that you could talk about. I get to the place. I get out. I go up to the apartment. Five or six people in there. One guy's just so drunk that he needed to go to bed. And he did. But he like roamed around for like an hour just like being a menace and it was like weird because I was sober and everyone else was drunk at this point so I'm just like shotting I'm just doing shots and shots and shots we walk to this pub and I will be going to this pub from now on every time I'm in Sydney because I had so much fun EJ knows these people but I didn't but they were really lovely and like we we're just chatting and chatting it was like a 10 minute walk what's the pub called the stain See, I'm not from Sydney, so, like, if these are bad places, tell me. Because, you know, when, like, when people come to Adelaide and they're like, I'm going to Woolshed. I've heard it's good. It's like, girl, what? Or, like, Black Bull. I'm like, what? If you're from Adelaide, like, you know. It's like, why would you go there? If you're from Adelaide, it's just, like, not... Actually, I have ended up in the woolshed a few nights myself, but that was just because of like being dragged there, but I wouldn't voluntarily go there. So if you are from Sydney and you wouldn't voluntarily go to these places, you have to count out Ivy though, because Ivy, I was on a different, apparently there's like levels. I must've been on a good level because there was, I didn't see anyone that was like a child. Apparently there were like children in there, not children, but like fresh 18 year olds, you know, we get to this pub. The second that I walk in, I see the love of my life. So we walk in and we get a drink and I'm like trying not to make eye contact with this group of boys because I'm in love. And I'm like pinching Ella. I'm like pinching her because I do that when I'm anxious. Like I just like, I get so like sensory. Like I like touch and like feel and like I can't sit still. 
even though that's like the complete like I don't have ADHD effect that's the complete opposite of ADHD like you don't want to be touched or whatever but I like grab onto people like I can't we're just like walking around walking around walking around and then we go to sit down and I put my hair up because I'm sweating it was so hot my hair was going frizzy and this guy taps me on the shoulder and I turn around and it's his friend it's not even him and his friend is like do you guys want to sit with us and have a drink well like of course we do so we sat with them we chatted for like an hour we went and danced we went and did shots and then before you knew it the music turned off and we're just like what the fuck it was like 12 o'clock on a Friday or a Saturday on a Friday I think it's like whatever actually I take that back I feel like that's pretty normal for pubs but on a Friday with a dance floor also the Terry's were playing there so Angelica didn't even need to go to Byron she could have just stayed in Sydney and watch the Terry's but she didn't know that at the time but the Terry's were playing and apparently I didn't even see them that's what I heard in the grapevine that they were playing the lights come on the music turns off and then EJ's like all right kick-ons let's go we go to kick-ons we drink a bit our strategy was that EJ had to go to New Zealand at like 8am so if we stayed up and obviously I was going to stay up with her because I'm for the girls if we stay up then she can just go home and go to the airport she didn't have to sleep so we just fucking stayed up and just talked for hours like in a group conversation with this guy fell even more in love but then we had to go so we said bye I went home and EJ went home and then EJ caught a flight. She caught a fucking flight to New Zealand. I don't know how she did that because it's also like international and like five, six hours, but she did it. I get his number, but I didn't get his last name or anything because we were just talking about so much that like didn't have time to even touch on that, you know, like we skipped the whole introduction and we were just talking about life for hours with like all these people just like blah, blah, blah about life and I didn't want to make it too obvious that I thought he was hot so I was like trying to talk to other people more because you know me but we ended up exchanging numbers the next day yeah this day was 45 degrees so I watched movies with my uncle we went to Westfield did some like indoor shopping and then we went home we had pad thai actually I had pad cu he had pad thai pad cu outdoes every single meal ever watching movies we watched a few movies and then we watched barbie again because we both love the barbie movie we actually think it's funny like a lot of people don't get it but like we get it you know you have to get the humor that they're giving or you're just going to think that it's cringe but like the whole movie is just a fucking piss take if you really think about it and if you think about it that way then it's funny you know what i mean yeah i spent a few days in sydney just like seeing some friends i saw my friend gabby gabby whips you know baboomba Baboomba Shumba, that girl, my girl, I love her. We went and we got Yochi and we just like chatted for hours, drove around a bit. It's like, you know, when you meet someone and it's like, you feel like you've known them your entire life. That is what it's like with Gabby and with EJ. And you know what? They're friends too. They follow each other and they talk. So some people you just connect with and some people you don't connect with and that's okay. I think that was probably one of the hardest things for me to like accept was that I'm not going to get along with everyone and not everyone is going to be my best friend. 
but the people that you do get along with are the people that you got to keep around you know flew home I didn't end up seeing that guy found out I was going to BTV which is really exciting I'm going with EJ so if you're going to BTV DM me right this fucking second and tell me that you're going to BTV and say I'm going to BTV and we can hang out yeah so that was like a massive half an hour rundown on everything that happened (laughs) I'm sorry that was so long no one cares I doubt anyone cares or is listening to this if you're listening to this send me a pineapple emoji that you've listened to that whole recount I could I don't think I could listen to someone talk about boring stuff like that for like half an hour but you did so congratulations I'm really proud of you all right that's my recount now let's talk about boys If you want a guy to commit to you, it is so fucking easy. All you have to do is act like you don't want them to commit to you. Don't bring up the topic first. And then when they bring it up, don't act excited in the slightest. They're doing the bare minimum here. You have to act like you don't even want it. You don't even want them to be committed to you. You know, you can play with their head a little. Be like, don't you want a girl who's more on the same page as you? Don't you want a girl who's more on your level? You don't want to commit to anything. Because the jingle bells to guys is, I don't want a relationship, I'm not ready for a relationship, I'm not emotionally ready for a relationship. Because then they want to prove to you that you should be ready for a relationship with them. Because then as soon as you like tell a guy that you're not ready for something or that, or that you have trust issues or abandonment issues or whatever, they're going to immediately be like, I'm going to be the first person to make you feel safe, I'm going to make you feel... Like, I'm never going to give you a reason to not trust me, blah, blah, blah. As soon as you tell something to a guy that they don't want to hear, they will go above and freaking beyond to prove to you that they are the guy for you. If you're in a situation where a guy has said to you that he's not interested anymore or that he doesn't see it going anywhere, all you say is, thank God, I'm so glad that we're on the same page. Even if you're not, they will be gagged. They will be like, what the fuck? Because guys love when you're like obsessed with them and addicted to them, whatever. As soon as you're like, thank God, because I didn't want anything. I didn't know how to tell you that I didn't want anything either. Bam, you're in. They're not going to stop thinking about that for days. For day. Pretty much like the less available you are, the more they want you. Emotionally, physically, they just want you so much more when you are not available. You want them to crave you. You want them to miss you. You want to give them the space to miss you. Because if you're there 24-7, then go... They're going to think that you're easy as fuck. You don't want to be the girl that if they if they move on, they don't want to be like, oh, but she will always be there. So I can just always go back to her as my backup plan. You are not a backup plan. You want them to be scared that if they leave you, you will never be there again. And that's how it should be. You should have the courage and the strength to not be there because if someone doesn't want you, then bye. If someone doesn't see you for the person that you are, if someone doesn't love you for the person that you are, if someone doesn't appreciate the person that you are in the moment, then what is going to change? The only thing that's going to change is the fact that they move on and then they're like, I miss her, I want her, and then they're going to try to change. After all that, then now they're going to want you because you have been absent. But Don't go back to someone if they're only coming back to you because they hate that you're no longer there. Don't bother a guy until they are literally begging you to bother them. Like, you need to be so unavailable to the point where they say to you, text me more, talk to me more, annoy me. I I want you to annoy me. Like, you don't want to be annoying. You want to create that space so then they miss you. 
because guys get to a point where they literally want you to be blowing up their phone and when you're not it infuriates them don't blow up their phone act interested in the start because you are interested but do not give everything to them do not revolve your day around when they reply they should be revolving their day around when you reply you should be fitting them into your schedule but not making them your schedule whenever they propose commitment to you you don't act interested to be committed to them in that moment you're not ready emotionally you're not ready physically they would do everything in their power to prove to you that you should be ready for them and that they're not going to hurt you you can trust them you'll never experience abandonment issues again with them blah 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 you can't act like you want them in your life so bad you have to act like you have your whole life planned out and that person isn't already envisioned in that life you know my future husband not you uh if we're still together in two years the if that's what gets them they'll be like if and you're like yeah if don't act like you're too proud to date but you're just gonna act like you're not willing you're not easy enough to just like cuff like that like it takes time and it takes effort it's not just like a random guy can just date you they have to fit they have to tick all your boxes being too eager turns guys off i don't know why i don't know why in this day and age this happens but it does. They want someone who is successful within themselves and puts their self first. A guy should be an accessory to your life, not your whole life. If you truly act like you don't want anything, he's going to try to get you so bad. The girl that never wants anything with anyone is the girl that all the guys are going to want. They want to be the guy that she finally settles with. If you want to attract anybody that you want, it is literally to be delusional within yourself that you are the most beautiful person who has ever touched the planet. And some people might be like, that's stuck up, that's this, that's that. No, it's not. It's called having self-confidence and knowing who you are as a person. And if you believe that you are ugly, unworthy, then that is exactly what you're going to project to other people and they're going to be able to feel that that's what you feel. But one of the hottest things ever in guys and girls, whatever, is just people who feel confident within themselves. Having the their loss mindset the let them mindset as well two of the most powerful mindsets that you can ever have there is something so attractive about being the girl that is so confident within themselves that other people's words and comments just like whoosh right over your head like if you are someone that's mood changes based on what someone has said to you said to you on a night out or the way someone has acted on a night out save the tears for the pillow you do not let that affect you in the slightest in the moment guys are going to come up to the girl who projects the energy that she is confident within herself and loves herself guys are not going to go up to the girls even if she is the most beautiful person in the world guys just aren't going to go up to the girl who projects so much negativity within herself and thinks i'm ugly i'm not supposed to be here i'm not worth it no guy wants me your brain is so powerful that it will start to believe your thoughts and literally think that your thoughts are real. You can tell your brain things and then believe them literally by just telling your brain that you are the most stunning person that has ever walked the earth. You will eventually start to believe it if you tell yourself that every single day. If you tell yourself, I'm so worthy of love, I'm so powerful, I have everything I want. And that is why when you start working on yourself, People come out of nowhere and you randomly meet people when you least expect it. And it's because you're working on yourself. So you're not actually actively looking for anything else. 
But then when you're being so negative and you're like, no guy wants me, I just want a boyfriend, I just want a boyfriend, I'm so ugly. Obviously, you're not going to get one if that's your mindset. And that's why people come into your life at the weirdest times, at the most unexpected times. Oh my god, I was just like whispering that entire time. It's late. I'm recording this really late at night. Um, Thank you so much for listening though. I really love it and appreciate it. And I'll see you next week.